quite unusual. This church is quite unusual, isn't it? I'm quite unusual. I have did my own scientific research, and I believe that I am the only Oriental pastor in Wayne County. <laughs> Wait, there's more. Not just Wayne County, Clay County as well. Marion County, Jefferson. I'm not sure, but I think I may be the only one in Southern Illinois. (laughs) Quite unusual. Let's turn to Luke chapter 2. And we've got a lot of reading to do here, but I'm going to do the reading, so you can just follow along with me, okay? Luke chapter 2, verse 1 through 14. And let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, I thank you for this Christmas Eve day, Lord, and I thank you, Lord, for everything that you've done for us in this this year, Lord God. I pray, Lord, that you would continue to do a work through us in this church, Lord, that your love would be shown throughout this community and around the world. Lord, I just ask and pray that your anointing be upon the preaching and the teaching today in Jesus' precious name, amen. Luke chapter 2, verse 1 through 14. And it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This census first took place while Quirinius was governing Syria. So all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house of lineage of David to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered, and she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you, you will find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger." And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. You see, Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they come together, she was found to be pregnant with the Holy Spirit. That is quite an unusual situation, isn't it? There is this word that I have learned in the last three months. It's an English type of word, and I will teach it to you today. So if you don't learn anything else today, you will learn this. The word is pernickety. It's quite a pernickety situation, isn't it? Quite unusual. See, there had been thousands of years of prophecy leading up to this event all the way from Genesis to Malachi. 
And then there was 400 years of silence. And then baby Jesus comes in this quite unusual way. You see, they tried to get a room at the inn, but they couldn't because there was no room for them. The Bible doesn't clearly explain as to why that was. Who knows? Uh, of course, they didn't have phones back then, so we know it wasn't on Facebook or Twitter. You know, rumors travel fast, don't they? They travel real fast, and especially if it's sticky news then or unusual news, it travels even faster. Uh, without phones, it seems like it would take forever now, doesn't it? However, I know quite a few Amish, and they have a system for getting news around very quickly. I'm not sure how they do it, but I know they do have a system. And I think it may be called um, the convenience store up here. <laughs> they seem to congregate up there. I've got some really good friends over here, a good window maker and everything. Uh, but yeah, sometimes the sticky news travels the fastest. We don't really know why the innkeeper didn't give him a room. I know that whenever I get on the website to try to book a hotel, it seems like every time in a high-demand weekend, they jack up the rates, don't they? And here's a little secret. This is just something extra. It hadn't got anything to do with Christmas, but I'm going to give you a little secret. Every time you get on there and search, it's like they know your history, so then they know what you're searching for in what area, and then... It's a different price each time. It's like they know too much about me. That's something totally different. Hadn't got anything to do with this. It is a pet peeve of mine, though. But the innkeeper, sometimes he gets a bad rap. Maybe it had to do with politics. Maybe these people didn't smell so well. Maybe they didn't have the Armani suit. Or maybe they didn't have a Michael Core purse. We don't know why that they didn't give them a room there in the inn. I would hate to be the innkeeper later on and everybody's like, why didn't you give them people a room, man? That was Jesus. He's like, ah, I don't know, I had so much pressure. <laughs> but that's real life, isn't it? That's real life. Sometimes we are under pressure. The... Uh, birth of Jesus, we see these, I see it a lot, and I actually almost bought one. Um, I just love those little plastic uh, Mary and Joseph and the little plastic Jesus, the nativity scenes that you can buy at Walmart and stuff, but I don't think it really looked anything like that. And um, it, it was much different. It was much more unusual a situation. Jesus was actually, he was actually born in a cave type of situation. Um, and you had to stoop down to be able to get in there. He was actually laid in a manger, and a manger is kind of a something that's fashioned so that it's what they would feed the animals in, kind of a feeding trough. My question is, why would God allow the Messiah, the Savior of the world, to be born in a cave in such a dirty and filthy situation. You would think that 
through all these thousands of years of prophecy that he would be born in a palace, a very palatial experience, a very, that it would come in with a big, big to-do. But no, he came in very quietly in a dirty cave in a manger. I often wonder if the reason why that is is because it makes it very approachable for us. Because whenever I come to Jesus, I was very dirty with sin. I was not palatial type of material. I couldn't approach the king because I didn't qualify. We've studied in the book of Esther on Wednesday nights before on the protocol for going before a king. And um, what Esther did, she had, she wasn't called in, but she made the choice to go ahead and do that. Um, if you approached the king back in those days, you had to be summoned or invited to come in to see the king. If not, you risk death. If the, you approached the king like Esther did, and the king extended his scepter to you, and then you reached out to it, then you were accepted and you wouldn't be killed. But if not, you didn't qualify. Jesus born in a manger in such humble beginnings helps us to, re to relate and to be able to feel like we can, he meets us right where we are, doesn't he? He meets us right where we are. God specializes in hiding that which is valuable in unusual places. He specializes in hiding that which is valuable in unusual places. He hid Moses in a basket. Baby Moses in a basket. He hid him there, floated down the Nile River amongst the crocodiles and the piranhas. Something very precious, the delivery to the people, to the Israelites. He floated him down in the basket down the Nile River. God specializes in hiding that which is valuable in unusual places. He even hid a king in the costume of a shepherd boy in young David. He trained him up. David had something deep within him that was about to be birthed. And whenever the time was right and God said, David, this is your time. And whenever Goliath come out against him and the king raised up in David and he only had rocks in a sling and God said, this is the way I'm going to do it. It's quite unusual, but this is what I'm raising up in you. God specializes in hiding that which is valuable in unusual places. I have found lots of valuable things in very unusual places. I'm a rummager and a junker. You would be surprised. And the thing of it is, all the good junk piles are gone now, aren't they? Ever since that few years ago when metal spiked up, all the junk got cleared out. My sister, she was a professional uh, junker picker, you know, rummage sailor. And um, she was, went to uh, some people. They were getting ready to have a sale, and she bought two end tables. They were hand-painted, and they were just regular end tables, so she paid 30 bucks for them. But she saw something in there that nobody else was seeing. It come to find out that they were worth $5,000. Yeah. Now, 
you know, here I am, I'm serving the Lord too. You know, why didn't I find those end tables? <laughs> you want to know why? I wasn't looking for them. I wasn't looking for them. God specializes in hiding that which is valuable in unusual places. I want you to look at your neighbor right now. Not romantically, just look at your neighbor. <laughs> I want you to tell them you're valuable. It took that long for you to tell them you're valuable? Now, I want you to look at your neighbor one more time, and I want you to tell them you're unusual. Wow, and see, I thought I was the unusual one. You guys are. God specializes in hiding that which is valuable in unusual places. God has things that he's birthing in each and every one of us every day. Some of us, it's at different paces and at different times. But I tell you what, 2018 is coming. It's just around the corner and we got something so fantastic to look forward to this year. I can't wait except for I want to have Christmas here, there, then I'll wait, and then I can't wait for New Year's. <laughs> God has got something that he's raising up in each and every one of us. It doesn't matter whether you're 13 or 80. He's still got something that he's raising up in you. Johnny, did you know that you're about to give birth to something this year? <laughs> He's like, what, dude? I don't know if this is biblical. I don't mean physically. I mean, he's got something. It ain't over. You still got more inside of you, dude. If the musicians would go ahead and come. They gave me 15 minutes today, so. But I'll tell you what, I use the word epic a lot, and wasn't that epic what the kids did today? God has something valuable in each and every one of us, and I'm going to speak right to some specific people. I'm not going to call your name out. But I'm going to tell you, young ladies and women, you are so valuable to this church. And I can prove that. If you weren't here, it would just be a bunch of us dudes sitting around here. We might not even shower. You are so, so valuable to this church. And God has got a queen that he's about to rise up in you. Some of you, it may have already come out, but some of you are just thinking, when's it my turn? But God's gonna birth something in you this year that is just gonna come out so majestic and supernatural that only he can be responsible for. 
young men and older dudes like Todd here. God has got a king inside of you. That when the time's right, that king's going to rise up. The king in you's going to rise up, Todd. And he's going to come out. And he's going to take on any giant that's in his way. If y'all would stand. Let's pray. I wrote a Christmas list to God. And I'm going to pray this. It's more of a prayer list. Dear Lord, we praise and worship you. God, we thank you for being Lord and Savior, our healer and our deliverer. Lord, please forgive me of my sins and cleanse me. Make me whole. Lord, my Christmas list is my prayer list this year. Please help myself, my family, and our church to grow closer to you and to each other. Help us to love you with all our heart, soul, and mind. Help us to love our neighbors as ourselves. Help us, dear Lord, to move towards unity. Help us to show your love and hope and grace to others. I know this is a tall order, Lord. But my faith and trust is in you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.